Hey friend, it's summertime and the living is easy. Or at least that's how we want it to feel, right? That's a good thing because God knew we needed seasons of rest and changes in routine. But sometimes when things are too laid back, it's easy to not be intentional about things that really matter, like a regular quiet time with God. I don't know about you, but when I'm not intentional about that alone time with him, I feel it all day long. And so does everyone around me. So today on the podcast, I'm going to share with you why this daily time is something you'll want to make time for, plus my four-step plan to make it happen, even in the summer or any busy season for that matter. Let's commit to no more excuses, no more saying we just don't have time and skipping it yet again. Are you with me? Hey, busy girl, welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa. Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what he's called you to, Make the best use of your time and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? Having an intentional quiet time with God has been on my heart for a while in something I've grown in over many years, but it's especially been on my mind even more lately, especially after our last episode about discerning God's voice with Megan Nilsson. Did you listen to our conversation on episode 139? It's jam-packed with nuggets of wisdom to apply to living your with God life, so be sure to head back there after this one. And here's what I've been thinking. In order to know if it's his voice or mine, like Megan and I talked about, you gotta hear the voice in the first place, right? But you know how life gets. It's hard to get away from all the noise and the voices around us, whether those are in real life voices or virtual ones or all the above. Sometimes it feels like life is a cacophony. I know, that's just a really smart sounding word I like to throw around once in a while. That basically means a lot of conflicting noise all at the same time that doesn't flow or harmonize together. Ever feel that way? There's a lot of noise all around us, and let's be honest, inside us. So it's rare that we're truly alone with just ourselves and God. It's easy to never feel like you have time for a quiet time. But instead of being what keeps us from it, that's all the more reason we need quiet time, to pay attention to the state of our souls, and to align what we do and what we don't do with what he is saying to us. So. May I ask a personal question? Whether life is busy or laid back in this season, are you taking time to get quiet and just listen? And if and when you do get quiet, 
Are you okay with the silence? To be honest, sometimes having some kind of white noise always running in the background keeps us from hearing or dealing with what we'd rather not because it's uncomfortable or painful or convicting. In her book, Untangled Faith, Megan lists several ways God speaks to us, including scripture, prayer, his spirit, wise counsel, but we'll never hear what he's saying if we don't slow down in our day or rather start off the day slow. That's the purpose of a quiet time, to hear from him and to pay attention to your body, mind, and spirit. Inside the Redeem Her Time group coaching program, we've been talking about how to best start our day. I call it a morning refill, a time we intentionally set aside to get filled up personally, physically, and spiritually. Because here's the thing, you can't pour from an empty cup. No matter how much I want to give you something to drink, aka something refreshing like strawberry lemonade on a hot summer day, I simply can't if my pitcher is empty. I have to fill up first. We all know that, right? But do we do that in our lives? How often do we jump into the day without refilling first, spending it pouring out into our families, our job or business, our household, our church, our community, and then wonder why we feel so dry and exhausted at the end of the day or week? Because we're trying to pour from an empty cup. So inside the coaching program, we talk about starting the day with what refills our cup in a morning refill that's focused on you and God. And no, that's not selfish because when the purpose is to fill up regularly so you can truly pour out the way you're called to the rest of the day and week, that my friend is actually unselfish. So pinky swear you won't let the guilt creep in. A consistent daily quiet time in every season should be part of your morning refill. But I get it. Sometimes it feels like you just don't have the time, right? I especially remember those days as a full-time teacher when I had lesson plans to review and papers to grade and assignments to write on the chalkboard or overhead. Yes, I taught in the pre-digital age. So it felt like all I had time for each morning was getting dressed and eating breakfast on my way out the door to the middle school where I would pour out all day into the not always grateful hearts of 11 and 12 year olds. Needless to say, I was exhausted by the end of the day, thankful when the final bell would ring only to spend the rest of the day grading and prepping to do it all over again. Or I remember the days as a stay-at-home mom with three young kids when we all woke up at the same time, or actually when they woke me up. So immediately the first voice I heard was asking for breakfast or playtime or help reaching something. It never felt like there was time for me. So ponytail it was, yes, that was before the messy bun craze and off to get breakfast on the table for my starving children, then schooling or playing or transporting them all day long then feeding, bathing, and reading to put them to bed, and myself ready for bedtime too, only to be back on duty every waking hour the next morning. Not that either of those roles were bad. It's just that I didn't feel like I had the time. But when I wasn't taking the time to refill, I was literally pouring out of an empty cup all day long. No wonder I was only half present and felt like no one and nothing got the best of me. Now, I could have stayed there, continuing to make excuses about all the demands of my time. But how long would it be till I really crashed physically, mentally, spiritually? So instead of continuing to be frustrated and exhausted, pouring out day after day, week after week, 
I decided to start getting up before everyone else to refill. And yes, many mornings it was still dark out. That's also when I dragged the coffee maker out of the pantry where it sat unused most of the time until guests came over. Not because I needed the caffeine, although I'm sure it helped, but because it was something I looked forward to in my quiet spot on the couch with just a blanket, my Bible and journal, and my mug. At first, it was tempting to hit snooze and roll over for a few more minutes of sleep, which, by the way, did you know hitting snooze actually makes you more tired? But soon, what started as a discipline, a decision to get up and spend alone time with God and myself, turned into a delight. And soon, I was even waking up before my alarm, grateful for the extra few minutes on the couch instead of in bed. A consistent quiet time, or any habit for that matter, often starts with discipline. Speaking of discipline, maybe you're not doing anything to refill yourself with God, so the thought of getting up any earlier than you have to sounds like punishment. Or maybe you're open to the idea, or even doing it at some level, but it's more out of a have to rather than a want to. If that's the case, let me lovingly remind you that God doesn't want your check the box, your empty sacrifice. He wants disciples who desire to follow him. And he says so in his divine invitation to his people over and over in scripture. In Hosea 6, 6, he says, For I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. In Psalm 51, 16 through 17, it says, You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, God, will not despise. And in Micah 6, 6 through 8, the prophet asks, With what shall I come before the Lord and bow down before the exalted God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousand rivers of olive oil? Shall I offer my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. You see, God values a genuine relationship, heartfelt repentance, obedience, justice, and mercy over empty religious practices. He desires our wholehearted devotion, which then leads to a transformed life that reflects his character and lives out loving him and loving others. That, my friend, is the with God life. Desire leads to discipline, leads to delight. How amazing to get to the place where you can't imagine not starting your day with him. Are you there? Do you want to be there, delighting in him on the daily? As we often say around here, where your treasure is, there your heart and calendar will be also. Because we make time for what matters. So stop waiting to find the time to get alone and quiet to refill before you fill out. It'll never just drop in your lap. Rather, make the time because it matters for the health of your body, your mind, and your soul, both in this season and in light of eternity. But life is busy. I get it, because I was there too, and so was Jesus. That's why, like we talked about in episode 132, he often got away while it was still dark to be with his father before the demands of the day started rolling in. And we need that too. Ask me how I know because I tried doing life on my own for too long, running on empty too. In a minute, 
I'm going to share with you what my morning refill looks like in this season of life as an empty nester who now works from home as a podcaster and coach. But just know, I didn't start out there, and I still have lots of room to grow. So my advice, desire quiet time with God. Decide to make time for it. Discipline yourself to follow through without making excuses, and watch the delight build such that your morning would not be complete without it. Start small where you are right now and build from there. A little bit every day is better than a lot every once in a while, right? Do you recall back on episode 101 talking about the two minute rule? When you want to establish a new habit, whether that's exercising, reading, simplifying, or being with God, just commit to doing it for two minutes a day. I know that doesn't sound like much, but it really does work. If it's only two minutes, literally nothing can get in the way. And often two minutes turns into more. And even if you just stuck to two minutes a day, that's 14 minutes a week, which is way more than thinking you have to find a lot of time and never even start. Knowing that about making new habits stick, I got excited when I ran across Hello Mornings. Have you heard of it? It's a no excuse morning routine that anyone can do anytime in any season. And it's just three minutes. Are you ready for it? It's simple. God, plan, move. One minute of God time. They recommend reading and praying Psalm 143.8, which I now have memorized because I recorded it and listened to it on my voice loop app. And it says, let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love, for I've put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I commit my soul. Or you could pick another scripture or even mix it up regularly. Then one minute of plan time, previewing your calendar and intentionally planning and praying over where to invest your time that day. I'll second that as a Christian time management coach. And finally, one minute of move time, drinking a glass of water, as my wellness coach and good friend, Michelle McCoy says on the treasured wellness podcast, 32 ounces before coffee, and then stretching or some type of movement. And then off to your day. That's doable for anyone, don't you think? A working woman can set aside three minutes. A stay-at-home mom can set aside three minutes. Young or old, paid or unpaid, healthy or unhealthy, anyone can find three minutes, especially when there's value in it. So if you're on zero right now, start with three minutes. Let the desire build and be consistently disciplined with God time, plan time, and move time. And before long, you'll start delighting. You'll see and feel the difference when you get filled first. And I'm guessing those you are pouring into all day long will see and feel it too. I started small too, and my morning refill and quiet time went from three minutes to 10 minutes to 30 minutes to now about two hours. On days my hubby doesn't work, he sleeps in and often comments, you've been up for two hours? What in the world have you done? So. Let me give you a peek at what my morning refill looks like that allows me to pour out the way that God has called me to. My alarm goes off at 5:45. That is, if I haven't woken before it. After splashing my face with water, I grab my water bottle and earbuds and roll out my yoga mat by 6. Open my Fit On app and choose a 15-minute stretching, Pilates, strength, yoga, or HIIT workout. Then, I hit play on my Voice Loop app to listen to Psalm 143:8 and a few other scriptures while I head to the kitchen to make a cup of pour over coffee. 
by 6.30 a.m. with coffee in hand, and yes, Michelle, after drinking my water first, I sit down at my spot on the couch with my Bible, journal, highlighters, and a book I'm reading for an hour of filling up on the word, prayer, and spiritual growth. Then, around 7.30, I head to the bathroom, still with my water bottle in hand and my earbuds in, to listen to my With God vision and a favorite podcast while I wash my face, put on makeup, and do my hair. Then grab clothes I feel good in, thanks to my other good friend, Ashley Anna, on the Bold Faith and Fashion podcast. And by 8 a.m., I look over my calendar, set my reminders, and pray over my day. I'm ready mentally, physically, and spiritually for my first pour-out block. More on those another day. Now, yes, my kids are out of the house and my hubby is up for work at 5.30, so it affords me the quiet in this season. But even when they are all here, I still make it a priority because I can't imagine jumping right into the day and trying to pour from an empty cup. And remember, I didn't always have two hours. There was a day when it was just three minutes too. But I didn't let my season of life be my excuse. Rather, it was my reason why I couldn't afford not to. So, what do you want your morning refill to look like? How can you incorporate some God time, plan time, move time? No matter if you're at three minutes or three hours, I promised you a four-step formula to help plan out yours and make it a priority, even in summer. It's simple, really. Who, when, where, what. Who? Who will you focus on in your morning refill? I'll answer that for you. It's only you and God. And maybe your hubby or kids if they leave the house early. This is not a time block to do chores, check messages, or look at screens, unless it's your fit on or Bible app. When? When will you do your morning refill? That's up to you, but it will involve deciding what time you will get up to give it the time and attention it needs. For me, I always needed something first thing before I got swept away with wherever the day took me. But it's okay if you just grab your three minutes upon waking and then set aside more time once the kids are settled or your hubby's at work. Although I will say, what better example for your family than for them to wake up seeing you refilling yourself with him? Teach them to respect your quiet. Where? Where will you do your morning refill? That's up to you too. Just promise me it won't be in bed. Because <laughs> it's way too easy to fall back asleep if you're still under the covers. Perhaps you can do your God time in your bed, and maybe even your plan time if your calendar is accessible. But by the time you get to move time, you will have no choice, my friend, but to get up. And finally, what? What will you do in your morning refill? You get to decide, because it's what refills you, not anyone else. Maybe the Hello Mornings routine inspired you with God time, plan time, and move time. Or perhaps my morning refill routine of moving, reading, and previewing prompts what you want to do, and in what order. Did you notice I do something to wake me up before heading to the couch with my Bible? I learned the hard way that coming to my quiet time with God tired often led to snoozing. Or maybe you'll grab ideas from somewhere else. Just pick one, two, or three things and get started. You can always add more or change it up later. So here it is. Who, when, where, and what. Simple, right? And speaking of morning refill ideas, here's today's Redeem Her Time community question. What is a must in your morning refill? We're all sharing our ideas on today's post inside the community, and we'd love for you to join us. So head over to redeemhertime.com forward slash community or grab the link I'll leave in the show notes and come share your ideas and 
grab a few ideas while you're there. I love what we come up with when we put our heads together and it won't be the same without you. And friend, if you don't feel like you have the time for a morning refill or quiet time with God or as much as you'd like, I'd invite you to grab one of the 50 free find the time 15 minute coaching calls I'm offering to celebrate my 50th birthday this month. The month is almost half over, so go grab one now before the party ends. You can find my schedule at redeemhertime.com forward slash call, or I'll leave the link in the show notes. I love that with the with God life is all about spending time with him, being filled in mind, body, and spirit so we can pour out where he's calling us to. So let's accept his divine invitation together in prayer. Dear Father, you do not delight in sacrifice or we would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. Our sacrifice, God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart you, God, will not despise. We confess that often we let busyness get in the way of time with you. Even good things that we think we are doing for you keep us from being with you. Put in our hearts a desire for quiet time to be filled with you each morning. Give us the discipline to be consistent in following through and bring us to that place of delight where we can't imagine not starting the day with you. Thank you that you have given us everything we need for life and godliness. Remind us that that is only found in you and in your word. And as we fill up with you, may we pour out into the people and things you've called us to. We can't do life without you. And so we accept your divine invitation to the with God life and can't wait to see what you have in store. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thanks my friend for joining me for this episode. Until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.